Welcome everybody to the fourth episode of Pokey Guardian podcast. I'm Taj from Pokey Taj YouTube channel and I'm joined by Zachariah from Pokey Guardian. Hello everyone. And today we've got a fantastic episode ahead for you guys. But let's start off like we traditionally do with our card pickups. Um, so Zachariah, do you want to tell us what cards have you picked up since the last uh, episode of the podcast? Yes, uh, thank you very much, Taj. Um, I've picked up a lot of cards, probably too much uh, to uh, to tell. Um, but yeah, so major pickups. Some um, actually today I managed to obtain uh, a staff Lugia. I think yesterday I managed to obtain one as well. So two staff Lugia, fifth oh. voltage pre-release promos coming in. Yes, I'm very excited for that uh, because they have been uh, quite expensive or at least hard to get. Um, and also a Neo Genesis, no, a Neo Discovery Umbreon, not first edition, but near mint limited. Excellent. Yeah, these prices are, are exploding as well. So I'm very uh, excited to uh, have that in my binder as well. And you, uh, Taj? Yeah, brilliant. Um, yeah, those staff promos for Hovid Voltage have been insane prices. I've seen them. I think everyone was after the Charizard. And yeah. that drove everything else up as well because people were buying packs sealed um, and you very rarely saw split ones on the market. Um, for myself, I picked up, uh, I did a trade actually with uh, Ragnar NK on Twitter, who's based in Sweden. Um, oh. I'd, I'd opened um, 10 Vivid Voltage pre-release kits and a booster box. Uh, sorry, I opened 14 pre-release kits um, so I had quite a few cards quite early on and um, I am using the amazing rares to trade for cards that I want. And Ragnar agreed to do a trade with me for one of my amazing rares and sent over the Leon full art from Vivid Voltage, which is stunning. So I'm so glad I got that. That arrived today, um, which was brilliant. And he also sent over the Galarian Obstagoon Sword and Shield promo that I was having such difficulty getting hold of locally with a Sword and Shield stamp on it. Um, he'd held that for me for quite a while and sent that um, as a gift, um, as this was a perfect opportunity with the Leon card. So I was very grateful for that as well. Yeah, that's, uh, that's awesome. And are they really that hard to get? Because didn't UK... Well, in the UK, we did get them, but they were, um, unfortunately, they were distributed to WH Smith stores in the UK. Ah, and unfortunately, WH yes. Smith do not send the cards to all of their stores. They send them to their larger stores, which usually are within a 15-mile radius of every other lo store uh, location that's doing them. So it meant me having to go out of my way to get it. And... It was in an area I wasn't familiar with. And for one promo card, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't motivated to go and do that. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just glad I finally got one now, which is nice to add to the collection. Stamped promos are always nice to have. Yeah, I, I enjoy these very much as well. Um, I tried to pick up at least one or, or two of these uh, per set. By the way, the Vivid Voltage uh, promo has been confirmed as well to be released in stores. So, uh, and if maybe next week, early next week, we will see uh, the, uh, the images uh, surfaced online. And uh, yeah, so it's very cool. At least uh, Gemenia and the Netherlands and Belgium have yep. confirmed uh, that it will come. And uh, yeah, I expect uh, the other stores in other countries to follow. Not sure how the global pandemic will affect the availability. Yeah, because we've just suddenly gone into a lockdown in the UK. Well, not suddenly. 
was announced yes. over the weekend and it started yesterday. So we are now locked down for four weeks. So all non-essential stores are closed. So we obviously won't be getting it until December at the earliest. Yeah, because uh, you didn't got uh, Eternatus. No, it was um, Toxicity. Yeah, Toxicity. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Jumbo Toxicity. It suddenly uh, was given out <laughs> uh, yes. when it, uh, yeah, during Darkness of Blaze. That's so right, yeah. one set during lockdown. Yes. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be the same again this time with Vivid Voltage release. is going to be during lockdown in the UK. Uh, obviously, Vivid Voltage is out next Friday, 13th November. Yes. So it'll be three weeks before we actually get a chance to physically go into stores and pick it up. Obviously, it'll be distributed by online retailers and those stores that do ship um, through online means as well will be able to um, get them out to their customers. But no physical stores will be um, selling those that people can go to, unfortunately. I hope uh, it will uh, all be available soon. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully so. Yeah. Okay, that concludes our card highlights. We're now going to move on to news topics and discussion. Okay, so the first topic of discussion is the Blastoise VMAX starter set and the Venusaur VMAX starter set. Um, which are part of a competitive triple starter set as well that's been revealed in Japan. So what's interesting is that obviously these cards have got brand new VMAXs that we've never seen before, including the corresponding Vs for Venusaur and Blastoise. And it includes some other cards as well that we haven't um, seen. Celebi is going to be in this set as well. And we've got a Manaphy that we've seen. There's also the Charizard um, set coming out, but looking from early ren um, renders of the box for the triple set, the Charizard seems to be identical to the one that was previously released in Japan a few months ago with the Grimmsnarl VMAX deck. Um, so what do you think of this particular product, Zachariah? Um, yeah, uh, very cool. It's, uh, yeah, um, how, how do we say it properly? I expected a redesign of the Charizard uh, starter decks. Yeah. I'm not disappointed, but and on that, I'm a little disappointed because, yeah, I don't want more Charizard. <laughs> Stop for now, please. Yeah, yeah. Put a, put a hold on it for, for maybe three months. Thank you very much, Pokemon Company. But um, on the other hand, the, the triple starter set, in which all of three the VMAX uh, decks were included in. Yeah, I expected something like, indeed, a new design of Charizard VMAX uh, as an alternate art reprint, because they have uh, reprinted, um, what, Cinderace? Yeah, Cinderace V and Mopeko yeah. VMAX. Yeah, why not Charizard VMAX? Exclusively yeah. in the triple starter set. That would be one hell of a product. Absolutely. And I was expecting the same thing as well an alt-art Charizard, because that would then incentivize people to go for the triple pack rather than buying the decks individually. Exactly. Um, I have got, I've got these um, the triple packs on order. I was anticipating there would be a Charizard alternate art, so it's a bit disappointing for me that there isn't, but it's a great triple set as it is. Um, yeah, absolutely. Especially for everyone who loves 
the Canto starters. Um, so definitely uh, a very nice set. And there's a promo Lugia uh, in there with the, the artwork from the Vivid Voltage pre-release uh, promo. Uh, we don't know if that uh, promo is exclusive to that product. I think it is. And uh, yeah, for Lugia fans, that's also very cool if it stays exclu- exclusive in that in that box. Um, but yeah, overall, I think um, very cool products. Lysander, of course, uh, also reprinted. Yes. But in boss's orders, of course. <laughs> yeah. You can't play the, the Lysander uh, from um, Flashfire. Yeah, from X and Y. Um, yeah, that's on the yeah. band, band list, isn't it, that one? No, 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 no. That's not banned. Oh, no, sorry. That was a Lysander's... Um, Trump a, card. Trump card. That's the one. Yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you can't play that old Lysander. That's um, right. I think it's a shame. But they have to do what they have to do. They have yeah. to uh, earn money. But I think it's a nice idea. If they try to um, reprint, um, yeah, if they bring back all the characters Yeah. with the same card because you can play um, each character if you want. Uh, in the future with potentially four. I don't know how many times they will reprint this card with another character. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it would be very cool to play uh, other different characters in the same in the same deck. Definitely. Um, yeah, solid product. I like the, the, the box design as well. Uh, absolutely great items to have on your shelf. Uh, what I didn't understand is why they changed up the, the designs. Probably is because of the new DLC, but um, I would have preferred to uh, have uh, one uh, design for all of these uh, products. Yeah. But of, but again, I think these uh, designs look very cool in their own way. Um, I think I prefer the the Venusaur and Blastoise one a little bit more. Yeah. But the other one, it just looks as cool. Yeah. <laughs> all the rainbow stuff and yes, it's looking amazing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I will absolutely pick some up. Um, yeah, what, is there anything other to add? No, uh, the product's released no. on December the 4th. Yes. Yeah. Um, so not too long to go. It'll be a couple of weeks after we get um, Shiny Star V. Um, so interesting product, just in time for the Christmas um, rush of potential yeah. gifts that you could buy. So quite a nice product indeed. And obviously... You can see the pattern that uh, Pokemon are doing with Sword and Shield now. We we knew from Boss's Order the way that they named the card, that they are going to be using that name and having different characters in this. Similar to Professor's Research, we expect it to be yes. Professor's Research with other professors um, going forward as well. So, yeah, it's nice that they're giving you the opportunity to potentially use these cards again and again in future when they reprint them with the same name. So that's really cool. Yeah. And I hope uh, they will uh, reprint Professor's Research with uh, Sonia. Yes. Because uh, Sonia was, uh, is a professor as well. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I think they, I, I, I do think they will release one at some point. Yeah. With a full art that would uh, sell very much. That would, f- would sell absolutely like, I think, I think Sonia is next to Marnie, the, the most popular, uh, character. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she's an extremely popular character. Um, I'm not mistaken, yeah. And even in the game, she's very sort of, she's she's quite a charismatic character as well. Yes. And obviously in Japan, they just like cute female characters. So Marnie yeah. and Sonia yes. have obviously been very popular 
um, in this era. So yeah, we definitely, if they do bring out a professor's research with Sonia, I think it would be extremely popular card, definitely. It would make sense to me. Absolutely. Okay, we'll move on to the next bit of news we've got. So there's a special box um, that's been re um, revealed for the Pokemon Center uh, Kanazawa opening. Uh, memorial has been revealed. So you get a free Kanazawa Pikachu promo, uh, Pokemon Center promo, and the box itself is stunning as well. And the artwork on this is absolutely amazing. Um, you did have on your site a link to an extremely, extremely high-definition image of this. Makes a great um, wallpaper for your phone. Stunning colours on it. Amazing looks of Pokemon. And the more you look at it, the more you find hidden in that picture. It's just beautiful. Uh, the it's amazing. It is. It's just absolutely stunning. The box itself comes with three promos, uh, a Pikachu promo, a uh, Sobble, and a Minotic promo, which are really, really nice. Uh, uh, the, the Pikachu is obviously Kanazawa's Pikachu, as you tend to get with... Whenever they do a new store opening or a refurbish opening, they always bring out a uh, special Pikachu for that particular store in Japan. Uh, and this is no different. Um, it comes with a box, which uh, the storage box looks amazing. You get uh, the sleeves, a packet of sleeves that come with it as well. And three packs of Re Rebellion Clash, three packs of Infinity Zone, three packs of Astonishing Vault Tackle, three packs of Explosive Walker, three packs of Legendary Heartbeat. And this is the important thing that everyone's going to be really excited about. Four packs of Shiny Star V. Um which on its own is going to be something that people will think, right, okay, that's almost half a box of Shiny Star V. The price of this product is about a 1,000 yen less than a booster box. So it's great value um, for, for what you were getting. Um, it's 4,640 yen plus tax. Comes out the same day as Shiny... Is it the same day as Shiny... Yes. Yep, Shiny Star V, yep, 20th November. Yes. Um, so yes, uh, I think this will be a really popular product and um, the contents are very good. And then we all know even the cardboard um, storage boxes, Japanese ones, are so robust and yes. uh, hard wearing. They're as good, if not better, than a lot of plastic boxes you get because the print stays intact, unlike some plastic boxes where it can wear away. But they are very robust and very well built. Um, I love these Japanese cardboard storage boxes. They're really amazing. Um, but have you got any other thoughts on this? Um, yeah, like like I just thought, everything about this product, uh, yeah, it will age so nicely. Uh, like you just said, the, the carpet storage boxes, they are very high quality. Yeah, the promos. You also get a Pokemon Center promo, by the way. If you yeah. visit uh, the Kanazawa Pokemon Center, you just uh, get one for free if you visit the store. Yep. So, um, yeah, and, and all nationwide in Japan, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's any Pokemon Center, which is consistent with the cool. rest of the store promos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's very cool. Um, I do recommend picking up one for the right price. Um, don't overpay too much uh, now because many people will pre-order one. Yeah. Uh, we'll list them before pre-order, by the way, on eBay, sorry. Yeah, I am... Um, 
very excited. I probably uh, want uh, one for myself to keep sealed because, uh, yeah, it's like you just told me, the artwork is stunning, yeah. uh, especially in high resolution. It's so amazing. Uh, it's not, uh, I, don't, I don't know, who's to, uh, it's not uh, Saito, the illustrator, but someone else this time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I hope they will uh, commission that artist uh, more because, uh, yeah, look look how, how amazing it is. Cherry blossoms, uh, the stars uh, uh, in the sky, everything is there. Um, even Umbreon, <laughs> I think, uh, is, a, is a winner of a product. And the product, uh, the promos are uh, mirror foil, the yes. art type of shiny uh, reverse hollow, mirror-like finish, uh, which is very cool. And the Pokemon Center promo is a regular hollow promo yes. with a Pokemon Center Kanazawa stamp. So, um, yeah, again, like you said, amazing product. Um, I, I highly recommend uh, picking up one, even if you pay a little bit more uh, uh, at the reseller, because yeah, it's a Pokemon Center exclusive product. You can't uh, get this directly from uh, the Pokemon Center, so you will absolutely have to pay a little bit more. That's just how it is. Sadly, if you do not live in Japan, and uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, um, the artist in question is Fuzi Choko. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly, but that's the artist who has done the artwork for this particular box. Yes. Great. So that is that particular item. So very, very nice product indeed. We'll now move on to another product, which this time is an English product, which is the Jirachi GX collection, um, which has been revealed. It includes the Jirachi GX full art that we saw in uh, SM12A Tag All Stars. And it's one of these full arts that, and promos that, well, full arts that we've been waiting and waiting and waiting for it to be released in English. And suddenly it's popped up in this product, which sort of seemed to appear out of nowhere. Um, so do you want to talk about this, Zachariah? Zach yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> At last, um, it finally uh, is releasing. Yeah. I am, uh, there's, an, there's something else I don't want to discuss. How many of these boxes will they produce? Um, and when, I'm just, why does it take so long for all these promos to release? Because at this point, uh, they have maybe at, at best one year left to play. Um, of course, now I, I didn't. I, th I think it's more they did not expect uh, the pandemic to happen. Yeah. Because I think they have they, they had other plans with uh, Tech All Stars promos, and uh, this is a way to um, yeah to sell these promos. Um, I think it's a very weak product um, for the collector. Uh, nobody wants uh, Crimson Innovation promos, yep. coins, uh, old X and Y packs, of course, now there's evolutions in there, <laughs> which yep. makes up a little bit but yep. for the price. But no, I, I don't think it's a, it's a great price. Um, it, it will be uh, releasing, I think, the Target, no, Walmart. Yeah, it's a Walmart, uh, for, yeah. for $20 at, at a special Black as a, as a Black Friday uh, item, yep. which is for that price, it's an amazing product. Yeah. 
because the, the regular price is fifty dollars. Yes, absolutely, get it for twenty dollars. Yeah, don't get it for fifty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's just this product, and um, yeah, it, I don't see any value in this product. Yeah, for I mean, fifty dollars. It's yeah, it's like it, as you say. There's two other promos in the coins. They're repackages. Um, all the packs in there are out of rotation, so they're not standard yes. format packs. Uh, the Evolutions pack, because of what's happened recently, is obviously probably worth the $20 on its own. Yeah. But $50, this is no way worth $50, this product. It's well overpriced. But $20, as you say, because of what's happened with the Evolutions pack, is probably worth it. The Evolutions pack is and that Jirachi together more than make up that $20. Correct. Um, and then the rest of it's think of as a freebie. Um, so yeah, if you, if you are in the States and you have the opportunity to pick this up from Walmart in their special Black Friday promo for £20, um, I'd pick it up. Yeah. But other than that, I just think these are just repackaged products. They're trying to get rid of dead stock. They repackage it into products like this, put that nice new promo in there that people be, people love Jirachi. So they're playing on that, hoping that people who will be waiting for this for a lot, to buy this product for that card um, to help them shift some unwanted stock is the way I see it. Yeah, and for, for Walmart, you know, they are just the, the target audience will probably be like um, like I said many times for kids. Yeah, yeah, parents with kids don't don't know better uh, with these packs. It's a nice product, not for the seasoned collector, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I think you're just better off. Uh, buying that Juachi GX as a single promo, if you can't obtain it for uh, the twenty dollars at Walmart, I'm very curious when the Euro European version, uh, if if this any, if this will uh, release anywhere outside of the US, and uh, I think Canada was re uh, was receiving this box as well. Yeah. Same with the the uh, Jacklipoff, uh, which one is again? Cleffa, Iglybuff, and Tokobi, yeah, GX special art promo. Yes. This also um, releasing released already in the US. Yeah, so I've seen some of our friends already have those boxes. Yep. Exactly, and in Australia it was delayed. Um, even now, uh, I've, I've, uh, uh, am I being told? Um, yeah, I'm just very curious when uh, these kind of special arts will release. And uh, if they the specific to re-release uh, in Europe or any other continent, uh, because I think um, good promos, I don't want you don't want to overpay for them. Yeah. Maybe uh, we don't know how uh, big these productions that the prints are for these, but if these end up being like five dollars or ten dollars. Yeah, I just recommend indeed picking up it as a single. Like I told you, for the for the collector that wants value out of these boxes, I don't I don't see any value in there. Uh, maybe because indeed the one hit of evolutions, that's one hit of uh, Charizard Hollow. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so that's that product. Um, we're going to move on now to um, some more Japanese news. SM12A Tag All-Stars, last year's high-class set, and SM12 Alter Genesis, 
the set that came out just before it are getting reprinted and they're getting free full art su support promo uh, sorry and there's a free full art support promo card uh, box purchase for S5 coming out as well. So let's talk about the reprint first. Um, SM12A Tag All Stars, SM12 Alter Genesis. We've already started to see those um, being cleared by stores in Japan. They've been yes. like um, clear, clearing stock, ready for the next influx. Because when you buy these boxes, I think if you buy the Alter Genesis, you'll be given a promo version of um, Arceus, Dielga, and Palkia. And if you buy Tag All Stars, you'll be given a promo version of Cherish Ball, um, which I think was that. It, it looks like it's a hollow, like a TR card, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. They, they released the, the images today, and I think it indeed was the the TR card. If, yeah. not, if there was any at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not sure. sure whether Cherish Ball got a TR card. It was. It might have done actually, because I think the original Cherish Ball was a promo, wasn't it? Or it was only no, particular to a certain product. Set, it was a, a set. Oh right, set okay. Card. It was a set card. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then yeah, so it is a holofoil version with a holofoil border. So I think it is a TR style card by the looks of it. Yeah, they they are both straight reprints. No new artwork, if yep. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Just a set logo on there. I think yep. it's a G GX reboot campaign on there, if I'm yep. not mistaken. Um, I think the promos are weak. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome they are doing it. Um, many, yeah, some people are not happy uh, for the RCS Dialga and Polgia GX reprint. Yeah, it's got its own sort of shield number, but it got uh, it still retains the the C regulation mark. Yeah. So if I'm not mistaken, it will rotate out the same time as the original uh, Arceus Dialga and Palgia GX. Yep. So uh, do not worry. <laughs> but yeah. it's interesting. They are encouraging players to buy uh, these two sets. And I think that's because um, they have uh, seen new players and collectors came uh, to this hobby. Yep. Because, of course, I think they are doing very well lately. And it's a nice opportunity to get uh, these stunning, in my opinion, uh, especially for Tech All Stars, the last two sets of Sun and Moon for a retail price. And I think that's amazing, uh, especially for Tech All Stars. Alter Genesis, mm, it's, a, it's an okay product. I'm personally not too crazy about it, but it's still a Tech uh, Team uh, set, which is great, in my opinion. But um, Yes, I think that's a nice way of uh, giving players some uh, older products for a fair price, in my opinion. Yeah, and I think the great thing about um, Tag All Stars is that, as with any high-class set, the set includes in its main core of the normal cards, cards that have been super playable during that year and that release cycle for that year. So nice. what you're doing is you're putting in, as you're saying, you're putting into the hands of new players cards that will be in the standard format for the next year um, so they can actually be as competitive with more, let's say, mature players who've been playing the game for a lot longer who would have had these cards as the sets were released. Um, so it gives people a chance to obtain those cards, open them, pack fresh themselves, and build decks around those at an affordable rate. 
Um, Japan's always been quite good about getting cards into your hands quite affordably. And we're seeing that more in the West now with English prints, with trainer toolkits, um, league battle decks and products where they know really good power, powerful cards are being released at an affordable rate to get them into the hands of more players. And I think that's what this product is sort of aimed to do, essentially. And it will be quite popular, you know. Um, but the timing of it is a bit strange because um, this promo starts on December the 4th, which is like two weeks after Shiny Star V comes out. Yes. So, you know, you would have thought when we had that bit of a lull earlier in the summer where we had two-month gaps between sets coming out, would have probably have been a better time to release a product like this. But I'm mm. assuming that their production uh, factories were busy ramping up for Shiny Star V as well as all the Chinese and Taiwanese cards they'd been printing to get the sets up to um, speed with the Japanese releases. They've probably been quite busy in the production runs and now they've got a bit of slack. They've been able to print these off as well. Um, that's my personal opinion because um, I have been quite busy printing a lot, a lot of cards for the Asian market out of Japan um, in recent six months or so. Yeah, and even today, uh, they've announced uh, Shiny Star V for Taiwan and Hong Kong. Yep. Seven days. It will leave yep. seven days after the Japanese yeah, Shiny Star V. It's insane. Absolutely. They've start, they started just over one year ago. Yep. They've... Uh, yeah, they, they've outspeed uh, all of the Asian... Uh, countries that yeah. started earlier than Taiwan and Hong Kong. So um, even the, the S4 set, the Astonishing Full Tackle, is one uh, is exactly the same as the Japanese set. No cards were changed, same artwork. They even named it the same, which is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, they've all they've fully synced up with the sets. Yep. Just the release date uh, is not fully uh, synced. But I think it's very interesting why it's not the same for Korea, uh, Indonesia, and uh, Thailand, for example. I'm very interested uh, in Pokemon Asia. And I think Pokemon Asia, I think people are not talking about it too much because they, they are really on fire <laughs> over yeah. there. The promotions are very nice. Their availability is, is okay. And they are, it's, it's um, how, how do we put it in, in this perspective? They don't need us uh, for, for, uh, for, uh, to play cards, for example. Yeah. They have their own uh, tournaments and uh, everything uh, at, in Pokemon Asia looks much better than the Pokemon Company International does. That's just yeah. my opinion yeah, on they've, it they've got a very slick operation running there and yes you see the promos that come out as well you see what they're doing how they're delivering everything uh and the quality of product as well they, they've and like you say the way that they're arranged tournaments as well is yes. um is is great and the partnerships that they create with uh with other companies as well yeah they have their own uh, launch events they have very very nice events there um, f ex except for Korea, all Asian countries are printed in the same uh, printer in Japan. Yeah. So that's that as well. So if you manage to obtain some of these cards, uh, you you can expect Japanese quality uh, printing 
which is awesome in my opinion. And uh, yeah, I think maybe we should uh, talk about this in another topic. Yes, yes, <laughs> because, absolutely. Yeah, we can talk two hours about this, but but yeah, like like I told you, I think yeah. Pokemon Asia is a little bit overlooked. Yeah, and it needs. Uh, I think Pokemon Company International can pick up some really nice uh, things from Pokemon Asia. Definitely, without a doubt. Right, we'll summarize that and we'll move on now then to Vivid Voltage. Um, the new set coming out November the 13th. Uh, Poke Guardian has got the full Vivid Voltage full digital set list. Um, got this up very early, didn't you? And um, some amazing um, artwork in this set. We've got this yes. visibility of this before pre-release weekend. So everybody had a chance to have a look at all the cards, check out the moves, and look at the amazing artwork, including the amazing rares, the VMAXs we've got in this set as well. Um, so what do you want to talk about the cards that we've got in the set and about this set list? What I want to talk about is uh, Hyper Rare Pikachu VMAX. Yep. <laughs> It's uh, it's a chunky boy again. Of course, yeah. it's been going for quite some uh, high prices. I did expect it to be expensive, yeah. But I've seen a German eBay listing auction going for two hundred euros. Wow! A German German hyper rare Pikachu V Max. So uh, yeah, I personally expect this uh, card to be one fifty yes uh, dollars. Straight, no, no hassle. Or I think it's one fifty. I think that it's that stay because Pikachu is uh, and a very extremely popular Pokemon. Yeah. In Japan, I think the the price is. I think it was one hundred thirty dollars or something. It's also uh, wanted as well. Um, that's one card that's going to be uh, very uh, sought after. Yeah. Um. The amazing rares I've uh, pulled uh, Zamazenta, amazing rare. Yeah, I think that the quality of the prints, I know the execution of the of the printing of the cards, I think it's it looks awesome. Of yep. course, the texturing lines, uh, they are of course like uh, it's uh, standard in the international version, yep. a little bit thicker in uh, texturing, but I think the 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 glitter and everything looks just as good as the Japanese one. But uh, yeah, of course, I think the execution of the texturing uh, is a little bit better. But yeah, of course, the amazing rares are going to be sought after. Everyone is uh, highly positive of uh, amazing rares. Um, they for now they look to be affordable. You don't know what's uh, going to happen with these in the future. I think um, just like Shining Legends, I think Shining Mew is like seventy dollars or something. Or yes. six dollars, yeah. and I think eventually they will, uh, they could rise in value. Um, I've been, I've heard there was uh, a lot of allocation happening with the uh, fifth voltage, uh, that it has been sold out everywhere. I can't confirm it personally because I don't own a store, but uh, you can't order any as a store, you can't order anymore. There would be another wave, if I'm not mistaken, in December, yes. Um, the fifth voltage pre-release kits also uh, were heavily allocated, and uh, yeah, if you just want some cards, I just suggest uh, picking up some singles, which we would be very wise to do. Don't overpay for this uh, too much. 
Yeah. That's it. Yeah, like I, like you've said, I mean, the set comes out November 13th, so you can find product available now because obviously people have been opening pre-release kits, build and battle boxes, and obviously booster boxes. I mean, I've opened, like I said, 14 pre-release kits. I opened a booster box on my channel earlier this week as well. I've got four of the amazing rares. I managed to get um, Zashian, uh, Raikou, uh, Celebi, Rayquaza, um, as my amazing rares, and I've compared them to my Japanese ones. Yep, traditionally the texture is slightly thicker and not so fine on the um, English cards. The glitter effect looks great. Um, I think, as we know, the Japanese cards have a bit more of a vibrant colour on most cards, and that is apparent as well in the glitter and the effect. Uh, but they look amazing. I mean, even the English versions look stunning um, as amazing rares. I'm obviously after the full art supporters um, in this set as well. But yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a nice set. Officially comes out, like we say, um, on the 13th of November. Initial print run isn't as great, but we um, I've heard rumours and news that there is a second wave of print runs coming that will hit stores in December. So as you've said, don't overpay for cards. Um, buy singles. There are going to be some popular cards. Amazing rares. At the moment, I don't know what the price is going to be on these things long, well, medium to short term, because there's a guaranteed yeah. two per booster box from what I've seen. Every booster box that I have seen open has two amazing rares in it. So that's 12 per case. Um, there's only six of them. And the number of booster boxes that are going to be opened and the number of products that are going to be opened, I think we will start to see a lot of amazing rares out there. But two years down the line, three years down the line. As a, as a collection, these six amazing rares, as well as the ones coming out in the future, I think amazing rare cards will be like a nice mini collection, a nice niche of course. for people to collect, and they will be highly sought after because they're always based on legendary Pokemon. They're always a popular Pokemon, and I think that there will definitely be a, a market for it, like the shiny cards from Shining Legends um, for people. Um, so that's definitely something for the collector side of things to keep an eye out for, I think, the amazing rays. I think it is. And uh, the difference between Shining Legends and Fifth Voltage, of course, Fifth Voltage is a main set. Yes. But uh, who knows uh, what that set might do in the future. Yeah. I don't think it will be uh, printed to uh, sheer quantities, but um, because you, you don't know what the pandemic might do. Yeah. Uh, I think do think they are trying to give uh, Sword and Shield 4.5 uh, the maximum priority right now. Yeah. Um, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Right now, there isn't, there isn't a need for mass pre uh, reprints because players don't play at this moment. I yeah. think that's one, potentially one reason. But uh, yeah, if there's no pandemic, yeah, that's that will be printed to uh, absolute... Um, mass quantities uh, we will just see uh, what amazing wares will do and they will come uh, the, more will come in the future uh, yes. as being confirmed in shiny star v but we will discuss that later in the yep. po podcast <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so yes so that is vivid voltage so a set to look out for like we said releases on november 13th Okay, so let's talk about uh, another English product. We have got the Sword and Shield Ultra Premium Collection, um, Zashian and Zamazenta. 
the contents of these products have been revealed. So there's a Zashian and Zamazenta Premium Collection, and then there's a Zashian Elite Trainer Box and the Zamazenta Elite Trainer Box Plus. They're called Elite Trainer Box Plus. Um, so two different products. One is basically a culmination of the two. Um, the products are looking stunning. The contents. I mean, it's very similar to the best of XY um, as far as having a product set with like dice, um, sleeves, promo cards, premium quality coins, uh, as far as I can see. But this, this product looks ultra premium as far as everything's concerned. The nice black and gold on everything on all accents, including the promo cards. And then you get um, tons of packs in these products as well. What are your thoughts on this, um, Zach, Zachariah? Everything you just uh, told, uh, two of you one, black and gold. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think these promos uh, look amazing. I think these promos will uh, re release in Shiny Star V in Japan. Yeah. But um, I am uh, very curious how much these promos uh, will cost as a single card I don't know how much uh, these cards will be printed if these uh, end up uh, being uh, printed as much as the Head of Fates one from last year it will be uh, affordable we don't know what Zetian uh, and Samazenta will do in the future in terms of playability but uh, the Sok Leo and Lunana GX gold cards are still $10 and yeah. even below. I think so, uh, Lunala is like $5 right now. I think that's insane for gold cards promos. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, of course, like we just said, the whole box looks ultra premium, black and gold. Absolute joy to watch. Uh, absolute uh, very cool holiday uh, gift for for people for Pokemon fans, and I think even casual collectors will absolutely like this product. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. that's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and one thing to note about these products is you get a substantial amount of packs in these products as well, which are all mm -hmm. packs from this year, all the Sword and Shield era packs. So it's a great right. way to sort of if someone's missed out on this year or just starting, yeah. if you and you want to give a gift to a Pokemon collector. This is probably a great gift because the, the big premium box has got four packs of each. I think you're probably going to end up getting one artwork of each, each pack artwork, four of each set. And then I think you get three of each set in the Elite um, Trainer Box Pluses. I think there's 12 packs in there, isn't there? Um, in the Elite Trainer Box Plus. So yeah, I think very so. nice quantity of packs. You know, you take that value of those packs alone and then you add in that you're getting very nice premium playable products, like very nice looking sleeves. The, they look like they're metal dyes um, and coins and poison and burn markers. So, yeah, I think uh, good value okay, product. But yeah. The metal yeah, uh, damage yeah. counters. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So that's great premium quality stuff you can have when we finally get back to competitive play. And those promos, are, as you say, we don't know. We, you can never know, depending on how well these products sell and how many of those promos are available and if people are buying them and then they're flipping the promos. 
those promos might not be worth so much and might be a good buy in the short term. But yeah, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, um, we'll move on now. We have had a Japanese product revealed, well, three Japanese products revealed, which were very interesting indeed. There were uh, trainer card collections, Hop's Daily Routine, uh, Bead's Decision, Bead or Bidet, Bead's Decision, and Marnie's Practice. These are like, I like, I love these. These these look really nice. You, what you do is it's a special box that is um, at the Pokemon Center, November 20th. So that date's coming up quite a lot. Um, same day as Shiny Star V. Um, it's got a suggested retail price of 1,800 yen in tax. And you get a promo card, which is a mirror foil um, standard supporter card, which then has a signature from the character on it. But each card tells its own story, and the name of the card sort of suggests what's happening in the card as well. Uh, you get a uh, card storage binder, um, so it's a four pocket um, storage um, binder with 10 pages, I believe. So you can store 80 cards in there, and you get some packs with it as well. I think you get. Um, a pack of Infinity Zone, Astonishing Vault Tackle, and one pack of Explosive Walker and Legendary Heartbeat as well. And there's a collector's guide that comes along with it as well. The artwork from the promos is expanded into its full version of artwork. So the promos are like a window of the artwork. And then you can see the whole artwork on the folders themselves as well. And some really nice artwork, I have to say. And it's a nice touch having the signatures on the cards as well by each character so what do you think Zach Zachariah wow uh, what do I have to say <laughs> uh, oh my god this is uh, amazing yeah. I think these products will be highly sought after uh, this product will be uh, just try to obtain one as soon as possible because this is a limited item uh, it, the Pokemon Center Online is uh, restricting orders. You can only purchase one per each character. Yeah. It will release as the same day as Shine Star V, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Oh my God, these these cards all look so amazing. And I think the money one, I think it will end up costing maybe fifty uh, fifty dollars or something. Yeah, I think so as well. It's going to yes. be really popular. Yes. Um, without a doubt. <laughs> That that I mean, they do look stunning, all of them. But yeah, that Marnie one will yeah. be by far the most popular of all of them. And with the restriction to one per customer uh, with the online pre-orders, it it means that they will be very difficult to get hold of as well. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know if it's restricted uh, at stores, physical stores, but uh, yes, expect. Um, People uh, do ask very much for this, uh, especially the money promo. Come on, man! It, it's it's so the execution is cool. Uh, signed cards from uh, by the characters themselves. Um, the, the artwork is just stunning. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a winner. It's a winner product. I hope these um, these artworks will release at some point in English. Um, but yeah, absolutely. This is one of the the one product that's been over overshadowed by different products because the hype is so uh, high right now. But if this product was released in a more 
how do you say it, a more quieter news period, oh, that would be so much exp- exposure for this for this product. And even now, I think many people will go crazy if they see this product. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think it's under the radar at the moment, but it's definitely something that if you're into this, I would definitely try and obtain it as quickly as possible. Um, it could be a series that they're going to do going forward as well with the, the other characters, um, which, you know, we've discussed in the past. I mean, if you've played Pokemon Sword or Pokemon Shield, you do get the league cards from each um, trainer you meet along the way. And they usually have a signed card that they give to you. So this is some almost, in a way, something similar, isn't it, to the in-game league cards that you collect, where you're getting a signed card from the trainer, supporter. Um, yeah, as you go along, so it's quite a nice, interesting product. Yeah, but I, I lo- I'd love to see the other characters get the same treatment as well with their signed cards. Absolutely. Well. Yeah, so hopefully we'll see that going forward. Okay, so that summarizes our news topics and discussions. We're going to move on now to questions from our users. Okay, so this section is something new we um, haven't done before. It's questions from users. So um, PokeGuardian put out a call to all of our followers and readers on the site to ask questions that you might have that what you wanted answered in the podcast. So we're going to start straight away with a question from Jake. Jake asks, predictions on what Pokemon will do for the 25th anniversary? Let's go straight to you, Zachariah, because uh, I think we've seen yes. it happen to a certain extent. We have seen it. <laughs> we will discuss this uh, later uh, on in the podcast. But uh, yeah, Shiny Star V uh, will come uh, in February. But other than that, they have some products uh, for this set uh, planned as well. It's a good question because we don't really know based off the 20th anniversary, probably uh, a monthly box. Uh, I hope. I hope they will uh, do something with uh, Tech All-Stars. But uh, yeah, predictions is, I, I hope also a uh, reprint set like Evolutions, but I don't expect it. And if they do, they would probably reprint it later uh, this year. Uh, no, uh, sorry, the next year, 2021, the, the holiday uh, season. Um, Japan, Japan. Maybe some uh, high, uh, high value box like uh, the Team Rocket special box. Uh, that would be uh, very cool. But uh, they have, they've so far they've always released a product similar uh, to uh, do the Team Rocket boxes. I think the fifteenth anniversary was the the Silver Pikachu promo box. I think that that one has sparked up in price a lot lately. Same with the the Team Rocket special case. Um, they were quite affordable for, in my opinion, last year before every uh, the the whole hype thing uh, went up but uh, no I, I that's my prediction but i don't really know it's i like to be surprised but i would like to to hope for something like that i've just mentioned uh, 
few minutes ago. And uh, what about you, uh, Dash? Yeah, I think, like you say, I mean, with the Japanese uh, anniversary products, hopefully they'll bring another case out and they will probably release a product similar to what will come in English, but we'll have to wait and see. But as far as the English products concerned, we know they're going to have a shiny vault. Um, what the main set will be, we don't know, but there's definitely a shiny vault, which will include cards from uh, Shiny Star V. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see because this will be the first time for me as a collector um, picking up an anniversary set. I came into the collecting scene just after Evolutions um, and Generations the year before. So it'll be quite um, interesting for me to see how an anniversary set goes. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Same, same here. Yeah. Okay, we'll move on. Um, so Aaron K um, says, Hi, thoughts on Vivid Voltage build and battle um, box pre-release promos. Do you think the prices of these cards will rise in the future? I'm loving the art, but the prices are crazy at the moment. Um, Aaron, absolutely right. Uh, the prices are crazy. We all know why that is. Um, there's a Charizard yeah. in there. And a Lugia. <laughs> And Terrazard and Lugia are always very popular. Um, Snorlax is in there as well. And Donphan. Now, Donphan has a very niche following, but those Donphan fans love to get their promos as well. So it's been a good set of four pre-release promos. It's also been um, available in a very limited quantity. Um, so from my understanding, a lot of places um, that had ordered from distributors had orders cut especially in the USA. Um, so it's very difficult um, to get them. And those that have been available, the pre-release kits themselves have been selling um, three three times the value, uh, the uh, retail value of the kits on their own. So that sets a precedence on its own, just the kit price and the fact people haven't been able to get hold of them. So I think, yes, my opinion, the promos are sought after. Uh, they've not been widely available. Their print run seems to be, I don't know if it's similar to the previous ones or whether it's limited because we have had a lot of new people come in to the Pokemon collecting scene. Uh, but simply because of the fact that it's got the Charizard and the Lugia and that the prices, I think, will stay high. And um, the older the product gets, because it's a limited print, you're never going to get these printed again. You do sometimes see them in stores in America where you get the build and battle kits, but um, we haven't seen them here in Europe ever. Um, well, I've not seen them in, in bricks and mortar stores readily available. So I'm not sure we'll see a print run of these again. So for me, I think the price will stay high. What's your opinion, Zachariah? Uh, yeah, um, like you just told, uh, these pre-release kits are allocated, heavily allocated. I don't think these will come back. Because yeah, it's not a, it's not it's a pre-release kit. It's meant for the pre-release. Um, I think it's there to stay. Indeed, I think the Charizard and Lugia, the price, in my opinion, have been set a little. I think the Lugia will be uh, twenty, thirty dollars minimum. Yep. I don't think it will drop uh, in English uh, at least. Charizard, I think it will be uh, around the same. I think one one hundred one fifty dollars. I think the the tone uh, price tone has been set. All stunning uh, illustrations, all uh, very popular Pokemon. Uh, 
uh, like I just told uh, us, yeah, Tom Fenn is, I think, the, the most least loved from all four. But it's it's a Gen 2 Pokemon. It's one of the uh, more original Pokemon uh, in terms of nostalgia. Yeah, I think it's that to stay, yeah. <laughs> the prices. Yeah. Absolutely. So hopefully that answers the question for Aaron Kay. We think the prices have been set. Um, don't think they're going to be dropping by much, if at all, um, going forward. Okay, so Jackson um, asked us a question. You've probably already answered this on the last one, but what's your opinion on the market exploding and YouTube artificially raising the price of everything? That word artificially. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think it's artificially. I think it's probably um, done it slightly prematurely. We were seeing the market going up steadily, and I think all this has done is just accelerated that. So I wouldn't say artificially, I'd say acceleration is probably the, the word to use. We're probably going to stabilise a bit. It might flatten out for a little while, but the earlier products, older products, um, especially like the Wizards of the Coast type products, they're not going to get printed again. They're limited print. The quantities of sealed products are getting lower and lower as more and more people open products. And there's been a boom in the last couple of months, well, last few weeks, with YouTubers opening products, which then makes the market of sealed products smaller and smaller, which then means as demand goes up, prices are naturally going to go up. So demand and supply. Um, so I think prices for um vintage products is only going to go up or stay stay where it is potentially stable for a little while but it's going to increase over time everything that there is a demand for always does so that's my opinion modern products stuff that's only recently been out we've got pokemon have shown that they never say never to reprint so you never know things might get reprinted as far as modern products are concerned but definitely the vintage side of things in my opinion is here to stay i mean what's your opinion on it Zachary? Almost uh, agree. Um, yeah, back on the artificial uh, price raises. Yeah, I think um, what he's trying to tell indeed that um, I think uh, some YouTubers indeed uh, exaggerate prices. Yeah. Um, which Anyone is got a thirty thousand pound Bulbasaur? Yeah, for example, <laughs> like that. Yeah, and I think influencers are indeed. Uh, making this uh, hobby uh, evolve a little bit. Like many people thought, indeed, that the hobby is just evolving. Um, it's called mainstream exposure right now. I think the hobby is in one of the best uh, exposure moments uh, since years. Uh, it's very exciting to watch at. Um, price have indeed exploded. Uh, of course, there will be some people to try to manipulate prices, but I think that's that's going on. Um, yeah, I, I don't think uh, I have much to add. Uh, yeah, yep. prices for, for sealed products will go up indeed. You can't reseal an open product. Yep. Singles probably might do something, but yeah, all the vintage products, uh, Watsi and early Nintendo era products, I, I think they're there to stay. I think the prices won't drop. Um, maybe for single cars, but sealed products, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> sealed yeah. products will only only go up. That's my take on it. 
you can't just reuse your products. Every influencer and YouTuber, for example, wants to open these for the uh, for the videos. They will get their, probably their money back from the views and donations. But yes, um, you can't reseal a box. These yeah. boxes are declining um, rapidly as we speak, probably now. Yeah, first edition. Everyone wants to crack open some uh, base set and first edition base and what's the boxes. Yep. Uh, these are uh, highly nostalgic for everyone. So where you they are, it, come on. It, yeah, that won't be uh, <laughs> going uh, down. I'm, I'm, you never say never, but I'm fairly certain the vintage uh, stuff. No, is that stay? Yeah, <laughs> Modern, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, hopefully that's on that, Jackson. Um, we'll move on to G Macca who's got a very specific question, which is, do you think that the $19.99 V-Box May 2021, coming out uh, 28th of May 2021, will have Greedent B in it? That's probably something that's directed to yourself. We don't know. Uh, maybe it's in uh, Shore Shield 4.5. Yeah. Uh, we don't absolutely know. It's, uh, it's a May card. We will just uh, have and uh, wait to see. Yep. What uh, Japan for uh, gym promo yep. uh, will uh, potentially release? But so uh, Greed yeah, and me, I've actually got and I've sold a few as well. Um, yeah, it was in the I think it was in gym promo pack three. Um, yeah, something like that. Gym, yeah, yeah, gym set three. So generally speaking, we do see the gym set promos as English promos. Um, so maybe, maybe it'll probably might be in a box, but we don't know. As you yeah, say. Don't, don't expect a crazy card in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, so yeah. We don't know. Maybe. Okay. We'll move on. Hakan Lee. I've just started getting into collecting. Is there a correct way to store your Pokemon cards and boxes to preserve the condition over the years? That's a great question. But uh, something, I think it's something that's there on YouTube already. Yeah. Uh, personally, um, my advice is to store. Um, there's no correct way, yeah. but there is an advised way. And one advised way is to uh, store your cards, uh, to leave them out of a, a humid area. And um, because humidity will, uh, I think it will curve the cards. Yeah. Um, leave them out of the sun <laughs> yep. because uh, yeah, that will, I think it will bleach uh, the cards. They will uh, whiten, uh, the ink will uh, fade away. And uh, yeah, it's not good. Leave them out of the dark. No, leave them out of the sun. Keep yeah. them in dark, uh, not humid places. Yeah. Um, for example, if if, there, if we live in a, a country where weather is shifting uh, quite fast, that's also not uh, good because of the climate change. Yeah, leave them in a yeah, dark uh, storage. I keep them, for example, in in the closet, for example, or yeah. whatever uh, storage room I have. Um, in terms of storage uh, products, yeah, it's it's what 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 kind of uh, price point we are talking about. I have PSA slabs in a uh, one hundred dollar case of. Uh, or Pelican case, <laughs> that's uh, that's bulletproof almost. Uh, I have uh, common cards sitting in a, a Latrina box uh, unsleeved. 
it's what you it's what it's what price point uh, talks. I personally like to keep my uh, ultra rares and some high value cards in uh, ultra no not ultra pro ultimate guard uh, zip folio binders or pro or ultra pro pro binders. These are very nice. They uh, they uh, you can store them in um, in uh, specific uh, pockets that uh, are side loading, not top loading. So they won't fall out all over the place when it's upside down. Um, I think that's a very nice uh, storage way. But yeah, in general, just keep them out of humid areas because uh, humidity will uh, yeah curve the cards. And uh, yeah, keep them out of the sun. That's uh, my opinion and advice. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I mean, I get asked this question a bit as well. So I'm probably going to do a, a guide video soon about how I store my collection. But pretty much yeah. what you've said yourself, Sakurai. I mean, anything that I collect master sets of, English and Japanese sets, they usually go into normal binders or they go into folders like um, Voltex to some really affordable ones. You can get the Ultra Pro ring binders and use some Ultimate Guard um, pages in there. Make yes. sure you get side-loading pages where you can. Um, valuable cards, ultra rare or better, that I like to have a collection of. Again, I put in Ultimate Guard zip folios. Um, and then bulk, I keep in Elite Trainer boxes and I try and keep like bulk of this particular set in the, its matching elite trainer box. And I, I'm very OCD. I put everything in numerical <laughs> order. I keep all the rares at the front, the, the GXs or Vs right at the front, hollows behind, then the rares, reverse hollows. And then I have the normal set cards with the uh, uh, supporters and item cards at the back. Um, but you, know, you can have your own way of storing stuff. Um, but depends on how many cards you've got, how you want to store them, how much you value them and how you want to look at your collection because that's important having a collection is about being able to go and have a look at your collection and admire it so make sure it's accessible um yeah. keep it out of the sun cards do get um affected by ultraviolet light from the yeah, sun yeah. and yeah and try and keep them like like zacharias said keep them either in a cupboard or a drawer that's not subject to damp away from your outer walls and maybe in a bookcase, which is not in direct sunlight and folders, is probably the best way to go. Top loaders or card saves work as well. Yes. For example, that's also one way. And I think um, some elite trainer boxes uh, do fit some top loaders. Yep. But um, yeah, I think that's also a great way, uh, especially if you uh, even um, sleeve them in uh, team bags. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, team bags produced for uh, top loader specific or for card savers. So it is also one way to store them. And uh, a lot of people store uh, cards uh, to grade them uh, already in card savers. Yep. So uh, it's easy to sort them out. But yeah, this like like I agree with you. Just uh, do what you like. Uh, just don't damage them. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, what's, what's best for you? And indeed. Yeah. Uh, the more value of the card, just pay more for protection. I think that's one uh, good advice. Don't hesitate to uh, to cheap out on on, on protection because uh, yeah, there's maybe there's one card that uh, one uh, method I also like is um, I think it's a nice in between between uh, grading and uh, and accessibility. And that's the, the, the one-touch cases. Yep. Uh, for example, Ultra Pro has them. And these are like magnetic uh, acrylic plastic uh, holders. 
that are quite thick, but yeah, you can store your uh, card in there and you click uh, these two halves together, no screwing around, uh, no screws, for example, just magnets, very strong magnets, and you have a graded like card, but it's not, of course, uh, permanently uh, enclosed. So yeah, I, I use those all the time as well. I use the ones by yeah. PCW, which are exactly the same as old Pro ones. 35 count is what you want as far as card thickness size yes, for 30, a Pokemon yeah. card, and they're UV protected as well. So your cards are protected from UV light when they're in those one touches. So yeah, they're a great way to display yeah. your card. I'm still I'm still skeptical about yes. this UV protection. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, don't leave them in the sun. Uh, yes. I don't recommend that. You don't that. want to leave uh, them on the windowsill in those no, cases. No, 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 no. Because they will heat up for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll move on now. So that's uh, hopefully helped Hakan Lee uh, with his question there. We'll move on to Hans Worst. Um, so he's got a question. One, um, become... XY Evolutions again, a reprint. So basically he's asking, do you think XY yeah. Evolutions will get a reprint? Um, two, is it a good investment to buy this at $500? I'm assuming for a booster box. Yes. I think and his third question is, do you think Shiny VMAX Charizard is coming in the 25th set, Sword and Shield 4.5. So that last question is... Well. Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> yes is, is the answer. We'll come to that in a bit more detail a bit later yes. on. But yeah. the answer is yes. As far as um, the first question um, is, do you think XY Evolution is going to get a reprint again? Uh, what do you think about that one, Zachary? Uh, who knows? Um, yeah. If there is... Um... It's a big Steam Siege question, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I think if, if there's enough demand for it, yeah. there's no... I, I don't think the Pokemon Company International uh, would not reprint it. Because, but I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, they did it with Roaring Skies. No one thought there's going to be a reprint. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that was like... That got a reprint. XY Evolutions, though, I mean, we're a few years down the line now. It's four years since that set came out, isn't it? Almost. Yeah, but, who, but who knows? Yeah, it's four years but old. But the demand... Has gone through the roof. Not necessarily demand, but they are going to uh, be in the 25th anniversary again. Yeah. Maybe the, the Pokemon company does uh, think, hey, this is also an anniversary set. Let's yeah. reprint Evolutions again yeah. for double anniversary stuff. I don't know. You, you just don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Number two, uh, if it's invest investable for $500. There's no right or wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, there's always risk. I think m many people taught us uh, before. Uh, for example, SM Pratt for on YouTube uh, in E4. Uh, it's very very respected uh, guy. Yeah, the, the older, the rarer, the minter, the better. Just go for that rule. Uh, you can't um, uh, el eliminate risk, but you can try to uh, minimize risk. Yep. So buy all the stuff, uh, buy uh, buy the all the stuff. Uh, for example, trophy cards. For example, just go for for promos or Jap exclusive Jap Japanese promos of which you will. They will never come back. Modern sets. It's it's a roller coaster in my opinion. It's nice if you want to flip, but I don't know what's it going to do in long term. Not many people expected evolution to explode. Because these were one hundred under one hundred and fifty dollars before the price spike. Yep. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not. Uh, it's yeah, oof. and I think the question yeah. about invest is a is an important that point about saying is it good to invest? Now, yeah. investing. In, are you talking short term? Are you talking medium term? Are you talking long term? Because if you're talking long term, then naturally a product will grow in value over a long period of time. We're talking 10, 15 years, you know, 20 years. Short to medium term, we don't know. All depends if they're, you know, Pokemon yeah. Company International. You don't know if they're going to reprint it. You don't know what the demand's going to be. You don't know if we're going to get a 25th anniversary set with similar cards in it that might then devalue this slightly. We don't know. So um, for the short to medium term, very difficult to say. Um, uh, there are people out there who talk specifically about investment. Um, it might be worth researching with that, but um, I think yeah. it's a, it's a, it's something that we're probably not in the position to be able to advise you on where no. to invest your money, especially a substantial sum like $500 into a booster box. I just recommend to just uh, collect and buy what you like. Yes. Um, yeah, that, that's my uh, to-go advice. Yeah. And I think uh, investing is something. I think I think investing. I, I I don't like to use the word investment. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, because it's I think it's first and foremost a hobby to enjoy. And if you don't enjoy this hobby, I don't think, yeah, it's not, I don't recommend uh, just buying, getting into Pokemon TCG to to solely flip for cards. Of course, there's money to be made, but just in general, just collect what you like and and just see how it will end up. Um, If you uh, see Charizard, you just buy it. Uh, Right now, I don't don't think, right now is my opinion, there's no... uh, there's no right or wrong. Just just go with, with, with just go buy with you like for. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I, I think, think that's, that's my, our mentality as collectors, and a lot of our listeners yeah. as well are yeah. pretty much the same mentality. Is that we, we collect Pokemon cards because of our um, affiliation to the cards and liking the cards, loving the artwork. So follow your heart. You know, um, buy what you think you want. As far as investments concerned, if you think it's something you like and you want to hold on to, then great. It's just a positive repercussion that the value grows up on certain products. Yeah. So when you think you've, you know, it's your your desire for the product has sort of waned away a bit, sometimes you can be very lucky and the product's value has gone up substantially. You can potentially sell it and then reinvest into something that you like further down the line. So, yeah. Agree. Okay. Sasha Guerrero. Guerrero. I think I've said that wrong. I apologize if I I've think, said that. Uh, Guerrero. Guerrero. <laughs> hey, I just had a question for the graded cards. From what grade it becomes more valuable? For example, I have a dark Charizard, but quite damaged, and I don't know if I grade him, and then I have a three or a four, or maybe do I just keep it him sleeved? I think I've got that question right. Um, so basically he's asking, when do you make that decision whether a card's worth grading or not? And how do you determine whether it's worth grading if it's damaged as well? Um, yeah. yeah. So again, I think this is about asking about value um, from this question because grading cards, there's there's one positive side to grading cards in the fact that your card is now sealed and protected. So any damage it has got, 
it, it won't get any worse because it's sealed. But then again, we've also told you about using one-touch cases and other means to protect your cards. Um, but then again, it's around, is that grade then going to set a price for it or set a quality for it that might reduce its value? I don't, I don't know. Um, you've got to bear in mind there is a cost associated with grading a card. That's the first thing. That's right. Um, so grading generally is going to cost you, let's just say if you're grading a couple of cards, one or two cards, minimum $10 US if you're in the US, roughly around that price. I think it's 8 to $10, for example, PSA charges to grade a card. So bear that in mind. So that's, that's going to factor in. So the value of a card, if it's worth less than $10, um, and then you look at what the graded prices are, and they don't really add up to much more, you're potentially going to lose money by grading it. But then again, if it's a popular card, like you've got a dark Charizard, um, would grading increase the value as well, or would it? Now, if it was a basic Charizard first edition, I think <laughs> doesn't matter what condition it's in, yeah. you get it graded, you're going to make yeah. money off that. Um, uh, but a dark Charizard, is it unlimited? Is it first edition? Is it, you know, I don't, I don't think, I don't know, if you think you're going to get a three or four and it's quite damaged, as you've said, it's probably not worth grading. Um, yeah. But to try and minimise any further damage, do try and keep it sleeved or in a folder and just appreciate it for what it is. I don't, I don't think it's never uh, bad to grade cards. Um, yeah, it's a little difficult, but... Uh, I think um, grading cards is something that you, you can never go wrong with grading cards. And a PSA 1, for example, like I just mentioned, a PSA 1 first edition Charizard is uh, something worth, uh, I don't know what, uh, how much it's uh, going for right now. Um, yeah, I think these, these costs will uh, always go up. So whether you, whether you got a PSA 3 or 4, I don't think it uh, doesn't uh, really matter that much. Of course, if you're going for a PSA uh, 9 or 10, um, yeah, and it's a little bit difficult. But yeah, but I don't think people, I think, I, I personally think people are too fixed on a PSA 10 because um, that's just my opinion. But PSA 7 is still t technically classed as near mint at PSA. That's what people are forgetting. It's, it's it's nothing to be ashamed of. Of course, if you want to watch the pristine 10, then the gem mint 10, great. But um, I have just, uh, for, for rare and, and old cards, I think PZ10 is very hard and difficult. And that's why it's breaking records all the time, PZ10 cards, because you are not guaranteed a PZ10 for uh, what's the uh, cards <laughs> some are scratched out of a pack for example it's just so difficult even if you buy a sealed booster box you are not guaranteed at 10 some are pc 6 7 or 8 who knows <laughs> but um yeah just just do what you like if you feel the ne the need for grading that card just do it um if you just want to enjoy the card grade it or do not grade it's your it's your take on it just go what you what you want that's my opinion uh, it's never bad to grade cards even if it's a low grade 
for especially for dark Charizard, um, just protect your card and maybe down the line in future, what, on which I do think it will probably rise in price, yeah. especially for dark Charizard. Okay, we'll move on to Drago Overlord. Where do you get all your news from? Okay, Zachariah, you're the news guy, <laughs> so you can answer this one. <clears throat> Where do I I'll get all my news from? Yeah, um, good question, but um, I can't uh, answer all of the questions. I have some uh, great news sources and uh, friends and, and stores and, uh, yeah, I can't I can't say all of my sources because uh, some yes some are just uh, I can't tell them <laughs> I'm sorry um, but I hope uh, I do hope you enjoy all of the news and if you do want to start your own news site just go for it um, you can find a lot on Google <laughs> so that's one uh, one tip I just want to give you uh, there's a lot of uh, info uh, info out there. That you can just uh, yeah pick up, and uh, that's that, and yeah of course, build your uh, connections. Uh, yeah, that's all I want to say. Yeah, and I, I think that's what it is. It's about relationships and connections and knowing people. Yeah, and a lot. Yeah, that's that's what it is. So there are sources out there for you to find, but Poke Guardian is your one-stop shop. You can get all your news here. <laughs> Hopefully, um, yes. <laughs> okay, um, let's move on to Crimson Pig. Um, has got a question. Other than Pokemon TCG, have you taken interest in any other card games currently or in the past? I always like hearing people's experiences and how they got into the hobby. So, do you want to answer that one? Yeah, I think that's a question we both uh, would like to answer. Um, personally, myself and other card games. Oh, um, I watched Yu-Gi-Oh! in the past, but uh, I've collected some of your Yu-Gi-Oh! cards. I still have some of it in my, uh, in my drawer. Uh, but I have never played it. I did play uh, Beyblade and uh, other Japanese uh, stuff in the past because of the anime uh, that was uh, aired on uh, on the kids' uh, shows. Um, but no, I think Pokemon TCG is my only card game um, that I do play. Um, I did not play, uh, I think, until 20, 2014 or 15, the, the card game itself. But um, no, no, uh, I did not uh, take in any interest in uh, or any other card games in terms of playability. Like I just told you, I uh, liked uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. I do still like Yu-Gi-Oh, but don't uh, enjoy, and don't collect these cards anymore. Uh, I like Magic as well, but yeah, I never played that uh, that game. I never collected that game, but it's something I would. Um, potentially look uh, for in the future uh, if I um, want something to uh, spice up my life a bit a little bit <laughs> but uh, yeah that's my uh, answer uh, for that uh, question cool well as far as I'm concerned um, Pokemon TCG was the first card game that I really got involved in when I started collecting with Mahal my son back in 2017 and we started playing later in 2017 then I started attending a local Pokemon League um, uh, up until when that store closed and then I had I was forced into moving into picking another game up because no one locally did Pokemon so I started playing Magic I was given, when that store closed I was given a load of bulk Magic cards that were like commons and uncommons 
So I got boxes, I think I had like several thousand cards, and then I went to my local game um, card game shop and started playing Magic the Gathering. So I've probably got close to 10,000 Magic the Gathering cards. I play Draft regularly, so I go in. So Draft is basically getting sealed packs, opening them, you pick one card, pass it along to the next person, and everyone picks cards, and then they build decks with with cards and you take those cards home with you at the end of the night and you could win prize packs as well. So my magic collection grows every time I go and play, essentially. Um, I've also recently started opening Yu-Gi-Oh cards as one of my friends recommended it to me and sent me some cards and I love the artwork. So I've opened a few products here and there, um, just looking for particular artworks. Um, so that's something that I've looked at as well. And then other products. I mean, I've opened a booster box recently of uh, My Hero Academia, which was a, a set that didn't really take off <laughs> in Japan and Korea. But I've got um first one because, again, I'm a big fan of the anime and the cards were stunning and it's a very affordable booster box. So I opened that. But, yeah, I'm always willing to experiment with new uh, TCGs and see what's out there. But generally, Pokemon, Magic the Gathering, and I've got a small collection of Yu-Gi-Oh cards as well. Right, um, hope that answers Crimson Pig's uh, question. We're going to move on to Jack444. In terms of shiny Pokemon, do you think it will um, all competitive cards and popular Pokemon or some random ones like Shiny Noiva and GX from Hidden Fates? So I'm thinking he's talking about Shiny yeah. Star V. And, yes. Yeah. So um, we know the Shiny Vault's going to be huge. Um and I think it is, again, it's very similar to this previous um, Shiny Vault where it's sort yeah. of best of the best of the... These are obviously yeah. based on V cards and cards that have come out in the Sword and Shield Correct. era. So unlike Hidden Fates, which was based on two years' worth of Sun and Moon, um, Shiny Star V is based on one year's worth of Sword and Shield. So you're going to see... I think you're going to see a lot more... Obviously not as playable cards, you're going to see more mm -hmm. of the cards that have been released recently in this set. Um, so, so yeah, I think you are going to see quite a few shiny, you're probably going to see shinies that are popular characters rather than playable as well. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, what are your thoughts on it, Zachariah? It's the, the, exactly the same as you uh, did. Yeah, I think it's uh, going to uh, include a lot of uh, V and VMAX cards and shiny. Yeah. Come on common and rare cards from uh, year one um there is uh, not room for every card sadly yep. because there are 127 shiny cards confirmed but uh, yeah just um, expect some uh, cards coming back that you have seen in year one of course they are going to be fan favorites in there i, I don't know if they will, uh, I think, S four the 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 favorite voltage set. I don't know if it's that if it's in there. Um, I didn't uh, look uh, that well today. Yep. The, the set list was revealed, but just expect uh, many cars in these from year one to be included in a shiny star V. Yeah, I think most of them will be competitive, but you are going to get fan favorites in there, which yeah. might not be so competitive. So hopefully that answers your question. Um, but not long to go now. It's going to be out in two weeks, so we'll know <laughs> shortly. Um, Matthew Kearney, do you think that abnorm abnormal price rises 
will crash it all over the next year. Tough coming back to collecting and being priced out of a lot of areas. Yeah, this is a big problem for people at the moment, isn't it? It's that, especially those people who've possibly been collecting for years um, and also people who are just coming back, because we are seeing a lot of people now because of the influencers opening product. We've got people who grew up with Pokemon watching these influencers because they're so high profile opening this and now coming back into collecting but finding that prices are suddenly very expensive um so he's asking is there going to be a price crash next year do we think that's uh yeah we, i think this is indeed like you said it's kind of a repeat question of the same uh, uh, question that uh, has been uh, answered um abnormal the thing is um What's abnormal? Uh, is it abnormal for uh, the, the, the old sets indeed? Because um, I think the growth has been indeed a lot uh, down uh, many expected. But modern sets, uh, I don't know. Uh, if you want old cars indeed, uh, it's a very difficult question. Uh, we don't know. I uh, fear for old cards uh, that are out of print for years. I don't think, um, I'm just, I think at some point people will just stop uh, buying products. Uh, but, but there's someone, there's, I think it's a luxury, there are luxury items uh, now, especially the, the old Watsi uh, stuff. And um, I don't think it will crash for the, the old products. The demand is so high. They will probably uh, it will probably stabilize at some point, of course, but I don't think that the old sets that are highly in demand will go down. They don't. They, they, I think they would. They won't crash. For modern sets, we don't know because there are many reprints uh, in the past of it. We don't know what uh, the pandemic will do. It's just. Uh, I think it's just wait and see, and um, just collect what you like. And that's my first advice. Collect what you like for old products. Like I just told, the older, rarer, minter, the better. Go for it. And uh, you will see. Uh, and if you, and like, like for, for, for example, uh, two years ago, I just picked up uh, the, the screen promos for Psyduck. I purchased them for $10 or less at eBay. They are now $65. They are. Uh, nice cards out there uh, releasing tomorrow or, or next week in Japan that are going to be uh, high in price one day. You, you, just, you just don't know. But you have to enjoy the cards and until, yeah, you will see where it ends. Maybe uh, pick up some Charizards. <laughs> That's the safest route in my opinion. But uh, yeah, just do what you like. Yeah, I think what's an interesting lesson to, to learn as well is we saw something happening in Japan in 2018 where, um, again, there was a popular YouTuber, similar to what we've seen with the English product, who did a feature on Pokemon cards. There was also a Pokemon GX starter decks released in Japan. And there's a massive surge in people coming into collecting. 400% increase they saw within a small period of time fourfold increase in people purchasing products. We're seeing something similar in English products now um, with what we've seen in the last few weeks. 
In Japan, they fixed that by increasing production runs later, later on down the line. So products in Japan that have come out since get more regular print runs, get bigger release allocations, and the prices are, I mean, I'm a Japanese collector. I buy booster box every set, and I buy singles. Prices are affordable now. Um, since then, they've, they've normalized the companies producing enough product to meet demand. I think that's what you're going to find with English products. As far as modern products are concerned, there is a high demand at the moment, and I don't think Pokemon saw this coming. Production will increase if it's sustained, the demand, and supply walls eventually start to meet the demand. So I think as far as modern product prices are concerned, you might see things stabilize a bit. But as you say, vintage stuff, I think that's here to stay, the prices. Yeah, I agree. Okay, Mincho Man said, so the TCG English sets are a month off. When or if ever, do you think they will change it back? Uh, he's talking about next year's print cycle, I believe, isn't he? Yeah, I think. Uh, he's in it, um, I think the Sword and Shield four point five, uh, and uh, five and six. Yeah, the, they have different uh, release dates, yes. and I think that's solely because of the global pandemic that's happening. Yeah, I think so. I think it's a crazy year. It comes with uh, with exceptions, and. Uh, yeah, I, I am very careful with uh, this kind of stuff. Yeah, and we can't predict this. The, the no. only thing I will say is I cannot see Pokemon Company releasing a set in the middle of December around Christmas no. time. No, 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 no. Yeah, because it's looking like all the sets are a month out of sync. I can't see us coming to when the November set would usually come out, having that release in December. I do not see that happening. So there's, there's go- I, in my opinion... You can't release a set December 14th, two weeks before Christmas, especially not in Europe or in North America, simply because of the time of year and how um, things are. So if anything, we might get back in sync in November or they might push that back to January. I don't know. Um, But that'll put us out of sync with Japan as well. So it's, we don't know. We just don't know. The global pandemic has really thrown everything off. But will yes. they catch up and will they do almost what they've done with the Chinese sets, bring in everything in a quick abundance of time? Will we have a have a, a period where potentially we've got a set releasing a month early or half a month early to try and compensate and bring us back on schedule? I don't know. But I, I definitely cannot see us getting a set launch uh, a week and a half, two weeks before Christmas. I just don't think that's going to happen. We will see. <laughs> we'll see, though. We'll see. Okay. Joe's got a question. I heard rumours that Vivid Voltage will be underprinted and that Zashian and Zamazenta ETBs will also be delayed. Do you know if any of these issues have been confirmed or whether pre-orders for this set might be reduced or cancelled? Yes, a good question. I think uh, we have answered the Vivid Voltage yep. underprinted uh, already. Um, I've heard for at least... That field voltage uh, was sold out um, everywhere yep. uh, in terms of uh, store pre-orders. Um, I think there's an allocation going on, probably because of the global pandemic. Um, they are probably giving priority now to Shiny Star V, or sorry, Sony Shield 4.5. Yep. We don't know the set uh, name, but <laughs> um, we need to uh, discuss this uh, in the podcast later on. 
the Zishin, the Zamazenta ETBs. I've seen indeed some, indeed some delays. Some stores say uh, the original release date. Some uh, don't. I don't know. I, I don't know what to think uh, about uh, it. Probably it's it's a uh, how do you how do you say it? Uh, subject to change. We don't uh, we don't know. Yeah, I'm very careful of uh, these uh, dates, and I'm not a distributor. I might ask a store uh, what's uh, going on, but uh, no, it's it's very subject to change. Yeah, that's all I want to say. Yeah, I think um, neither of us are, um, have got relationships with distributors, so it's very difficult no. for us to be in a position to say yes or no. We have heard rumors about the underprint of Vivid Voltage, but we've also heard rumors that there is a second print run coming and hitting stores in December. So, you know, yeah. um, we're, we're probably not the best source uh, because we don't directly order um, products to dis- to sell. Um, so that's right. So, yeah. Okay, Jared, um, Miss Lee, according to Pokelector.com, is Zashian VMAX and Zamazenta VMAX actually real cards that are going to appear in Shiny Star V? <laughs> well, you can look at PokeGuardian.com for the Shiny Star V yep. main set list today. Uh, I can uh, tell you there's no Zashian VMAX or Zamazenta VMAX. Um, yeah, and that's it. If if there's Zation uh, and and the VMAX, that would be awesome. But um, so far, uh, no. Yeah, we haven't seen it. <laughs> no. So the answer is no for now. <laughs> but yeah. We never... And then Peter Hughes, who's a good good friend of mine actually, who doesn't live too far from me. Um, what is your favorite Lugia, and why? Is it Lugia EX? That's for you, obviously, that question. Yeah, yeah I think he's uh, mentioning the Unseen Forces. Yep. Because it's in lowercase uh, letters, Lugia EX. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, yeah, a couple of things. Uh, the, the art is awesome. Um, it did uh, well competitively in the past. And uh, it's overall, uh, it's also very, it comes from a, a rare set now. Uh, hard to get set, not not really rare, but yeah, it's, it's an amazing card. One of my favorites. It it looks amazing. The artwork is just amazing. Oh, I think it's stunning on that. Yeah, yeah it it looks. I think Crystal Lugia is my number one, <laughs> but this this top three uh, Lugia cards for me just a, any day. The the, the artwork is uh, so good. I think uh, the the EX era. Uh, is one of my most nostalgic eras for as well, because uh, I grew up in that specific era, collecting cards. I've personally um, started with EX Ruby and Sapphire when I was a kid. That was my first pack. Um, before that, I did have some cards like base at starter decks, uh, for example. But yeah, I couldn't afford uh, packs uh, as a kid, of course. Uh, my family wasn't uh, isn't rich or anything like that, um, but yeah, the, the the specific era, one of my uh, favorite eras, I think for many many people as well. They liked the EX era from Nintendo. The uh, the artwork is fantastic. It did competitively well, and uh, the price reflects that, too. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, Hopefully that's, that's answered the question for Peter. So that 
concludes all the questions from all of our users. Thank you so much for everyone who's taken part and submitted questions, um, and hopefully we've answered them the um, best we can for you guys. Um, we've got another few topics that we want to talk about, haven't we, Zachariah? Yes, we do. Um... So let's talk about controversial thing here. First of all, Sword and Shield 4.5 has had some well. cards leaked. <laughs> um, and it's the way, well, we, we saw some cards um, and what those cards have shown us is that there's going to be a shiny vault in English again, like we had in Hidden Fates, which is going to have at least 100, well, it's going to have 122 cards in the shiny vault, isn't it? Yes. Uh, yeah. Wow. Oh my, oh my God. What happened? <laughs> um wow <laughs> three and a half month early leaked uh yeah. potentially our february sony shield 4.5 set yeah uh we don't know the set name but the cards have been leaked uh i don't think uh, that's something the pokemon company international uh, have uh, planned uh, to do at I don't think they approved of it. Yeah. And the seller uh, on OfferUp got uh, removed or he deleted his account. We don't know what happened. Yeah. Um, very exciting for us. But uh, yeah, we can't show the pictures uh, yeah. for uh, reasons, uh, for legal reasons probably. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it uh, confirmed um, shiny uh, Charizard VMAX, uh, shiny Leprous VMAX, and uh, indeed, amazing rares that have been uh, confirmed for Shiny Star V. Uh, they have been uh, confirmed uh, for this uh, specific set as well. And uh, wow, <laughs> it was um, even more crazy because it happened on the same day. Um, uh, the, the Shiny Star V, um, the, the, the aforementioned cards were re revealed officially in Japan. And it was even before that. <laughs> yes. Could you imagine? Um, yeah, yeah they, they are obviously real. We have uh, many people agree it's not a faked card, especially uh, when it was revealed before the Japanese uh, reveal. Wow. Um, we don't know how these are obtained. Yeah. Um, probably not legally. <laughs> yeah, we have our suspicions, and, I, and I'm assuming yeah. it was not legally. No. Um, and yeah, which is why that we don't want to show the pictures. Um, but obviously the information is out there about what, what the information we got from them, and that is the fact yes. that there is a shiny Charizard VMAX, which we've seen in Japanese already, but the shiny Lapras VMAX was something new, and uh, it's a large shiny vault, isn't it? 122 cards. Yes, uh, excluding the shiny Charizard V from yeah. um, Champion's Path. Uh, so that's one uh, already down, potentially... Yeah. Uh, shiny Crobat V could be excluded. Yep. Um, probably some uh, promos uh, for future products like the tins and uh, the V box. We don't absolutely know. But uh, yeah, there are going to be some uh, cards probably left out. And who knows, maybe some uh, support to full arts could be in a shiny uh, vault. Yeah, we've had that in the past and we've had some Indeed. Gold, gold cards, um, stadiums, haven't yes. we? As well. So yeah. We don't know. And uh, it would be fair, you know, looking back to Hidden Fates, there have been uh, some products uh, for these uh, shiny vault cards removed 
for yep. products. So that's that. That's that. Um, yeah, a very exciting time. Um, but uh, yeah, like we told in the previous podcasts, if you see any uh, pre-orders listed at your uh, national or or local store, absolutely pre-order the second. <laughs> it's live. <Yep. laughs> oh my god! Don't don't think of hesitating. <laughs> Just don't look back. Pre-order one ETB Elite Trainer Box. Um, hopefully for you, it's, it's at MSRP, especially at this stage. It's very early right now. Um, go for it. Don't. Yeah, absolutely. Don't know. No, yeah. I've, I've pre-ordered an ETB already. Same um, here. Uh, there's a online seller company in the UK. They opened up pre-orders and they were very good. One per person only. Um, and they sold out within an 20 minutes, I think, within an hour. And then they released some more stock and they sold out again in a very short time. So yeah. um, it's going to be very popular with what, even with one per customer. They sold out very quickly. The news got around. So don't delay. If you see them for sale um, from local retailers, grab them while you can at MSRP because when the full set list is revealed and people know what's in it, especially when the promo is revealed, because I'm pretty sure this might have a promo in this ETB, uh, the value might go up. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You, you can't go wrong. It's speci- a yeah. specialty set, 10 packs of this specialty set, plus a promo. Yeah, this, this is already uh, going to be uh, one hell of a product. Yeah. And uh, I don't think it reached uh, the, the mainstream yet uh, about the shiny chairs at VMAX coming yeah. in there. But uh, yeah, we are just saying it to you, the viewer and uh, the listener right now. Absolutely go for it. Even uh, the worst case scenario, there isn't a, uh, a shiny chairs at V, but that's not, it will be in there. It's basically confirmed. It's, it's very nice. And the value yeah. is also amazing. It's not a booster box set. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen with uh, the production. Maybe it could be unapprended because of global pandemic. We don't absolutely know. The first you see uh, listings popping up at stores, go for it. We th- I, I expect personally a huge allocation because stores will order try to order at least many hundreds of orders uh, for yeah. for for these products and they will get probably uh, heavily allocations. It's only uh, natural. Uh, yeah, not natural, but, but go, going, looking back to Champions Path, um, this is the 25th anniversary set. And I think Champions Path will be uh, a warm up. <laughs> like I uh, told you before, for the 25th anniversary. Yeah, it will be uh, crazy. Yeah, don't, uh, don't skip out, please. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we're going to move on now to Shiny Box Crobat V. So, um, in Japan, we've got a product coming on Christmas Day um, called yeah. Shiny Crobat V um, box. So, this product, um, again, this was something I pre ordered this product um, back in August when it was just called the Crobat V box. <laughs> um, very little information that was out there about it, but we did get some information. At the end of October, basically showing what this box includes, and it's not just a Crobat V; it's a shiny Crobat V. So this um, shiny Crobat V, which is um, SP Promo One Five Two, 
is um, going to be the main thing in this box. You also get uh, an energy promo, which is a mirror foil of the hiding darkness energy and a mirror foil basic darkness energy as well. You get the box, which is a cardboard storage box. It looks like a deck box, um, very slim lined, double deck box almost. Looks like it can hold potentially two decks or maybe one deck. Um, very difficult to tell, but it's a slim line, almost like a mini ETB, um, which is two cards wide. And um, you also, the, the, the other thing you get in this box is six packs, yes, six packs of Shiny Star V. So that's just over half a booster box. Um, great product. Um, price is 3,800 yen. Um, so that alone, as far as the packs are concerned, again, comes very close. I think a booster box is 5,500 yen plus tax. So it comes in very close. The Crobat V is a very nice looking shiny card. And the box itself is like, uh, it's like a lime green and a pink colored contrast. Uh, it looks quite nice. Um, but yeah, very, very nice product coming out, like we said, December 25th. Anything to add on that, Zachariah? Uh, yeah, uh, great product. <laughs> the, the design is amazing. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know if it's because they uh, have seen uh, the craze about uh, international elite trainer boxes, but uh, yeah. it's uh, yeah, amazing, amazing value product. It's, I think it's the first time they have done something like this. Uh, removing a shiny Pokemon from uh, a set yep. and releasing it uh, in something like this. Um, at least there's, there's nothing... They didn't do this with uh, the previous uh, um, tech all, uh, specialty sets uh, before, the high-class sets. Yeah. And I think that's very interesting. Um yeah, and, and overall, I think the product looks very cool. The price is amazing too. Um, yeah, it does a lot, <laughs> and it is sold yeah. out already online. But yeah, uh, yeah uh, you can't go wrong with uh, something. I wouldn't recommend uh, storing your decks in the in these uh, boxes. No. But um, yeah, it, it's very cool. It's very cool product. Yeah. I, I uh, so wouldn't mind uh, the Pokemon Company International uh, doing something like this. But uh, yeah, we already are getting our uh, early trainer box, which hopefully will contain the same promo, but uh, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, hey, but we'll who, no who knows? Who knows? Yeah, yeah it could possibly <laughs> in be in the 4.5 ETB. We never, we never know. Would be okay. nice. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay, we're going to move on to the last uh, topic of discussion. Ditto V, Ditto VMAX, Crobat VMAX, um, Kyogre, Amazing Rare, Veltel, Amazing Rare, and Reshiram, Amazing Rare, were all revealed for um, SM4A Shiny Star V. Um, ditto. Uh, <laughs> Max Transformation, Ditto V Max has got a move. Uh, so Ditto V is, as you would expect, it's got an ability called V Transform. So once during your turn, you may choose a basic Pokemon V from your discard pile and switch it with this Pokemon. Any attached cards, damage counters, special conditions, turns in play, any other effects remain on the new Pokemon. And then it's got, uh, for one colorless, stick on, attach a basic energy from your discard pile to this Pokemon. Um, 
interesting Pokemon, as you'd expect with Ditto. Allows it to turn into another Pokemon. Um, it's, yeah, <laughs> interesting and I can see it being played quite a bit. I mean, what's your opinions as, as far as playability is concerned? Ooh, I'm not uh, the main guy for competitive uh, <laughs> stuff. But uh, yeah, I think in terms of collectability, that will be, uh, yeah, always yeah, there. It will be. Everyone uh, loves Ditto, don't they? Everyone loves Ditto. <laughs> yeah. I think there will be people that try to play this card because, yeah, yeah you can I think use it. People are uh, going to want to try and play it for fun. Absolutely. Um, uh, Ditto Prism Star was really playable as well. Um, yeah, that one was playable. It was a fifth uh, basic card for you. I've played yeah. it uh, yeah, too. So, exactly. uh, so that was a, I was a 40 um, HP card and it was super playable. It was a lot of people played Ditto um, Prism Star yeah. in their decks. So you never know. This could be one of those niche cards that people think, yeah, you know, stick a Ditto V in there. That could be our fourth, you know, yeah. um, basic copy of a basic V. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and they could uh, use that to bring bring something from the discard out, especially if you're using a deck where you're discarding a lot of cards early on. Um, this could come into play quite nicely. Um, so that's an interesting card. But then again, we've got the Crobat V uh, Max. Yes, that was that was announced as well. Very nice looking card, and the Ditto V Max as well. So typically. You've got that nice swirly pattern in the background as you get with the Japanese VMAXs and all the VMAXs, but the texture is quite swirly as we know on the Japanese ones. Colors are very similar on both, very vibrant, rainbowish background. Um, I yeah. think these VMAX cards just look stunning, to be fair. I think in any other era, they'd be like very sought after secret prayers, you know? Yeah, I think uh, for, for regular cards, um, they look amazing. And uh, yeah, these will probably probably will be shiny cards in uh, Shiny Star V. Yep. Um, not confirmed, but <laughs> like uh, Lapras V was already uh, revealed on uh, the official YouTube channel from Japan. Yep. Uh, yeah, I expect these to be in shiny form as well. It will be, it will be strange because yep. these are set original cards. Um, yep. I would be uh, surprised if it uh, didn't contain a shiny card for, this, uh, for these V cards. Yeah. But yeah, very cool cards overall, indeed. I agree. Definitely. And we've got three new amazing rares as yes. well. So yes. um, again, they have multicolor moves to make them complex to play. But um, they're all based on um, a legendary Pokemons. We've got Reshiram, which uh, again looks very vibrant in its color. Background colors pop really nicely. Um, very nice looking card. Uh, Kyogre is quite a nice looking card again as well. You know, yeah. you've got the color slightly more separated, and then you've got uh, Eveltel as well with a swirly background similar to Raikou's um, background and the amazing way we've got there. So they're using different sort of textures in the background and ways of portraying the colors. I think Reshiram's more closer to, I think it was Celebi looked a bit Celebi. like that. Celebi, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, interesting stuff. These cards do look amazing, though, these amazing rares. I yeah. think they're going to be super collectible in the future. Yeah, fan favourites, fan favourites. Yeah. Um, uh, one thing I want to add is uh, we have had all types so far, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, for the Sorry? types, that we have uh, had all types so far. 
yep. excluding Fairy and Dragon, uh, if yep. I'm not mistaken. I don't know. Um, I think so. Yeah, we've had. Um, yeah, I think yeah, everything's these, been covered. Yeah. Yeah, these were the remaining types. Yeah. And I am very curious what they will do in uh, year two. Is this mm. the last uh, of the amazing rares? Uh, will they continue this um, this this type of card? Um, yeah, I'm just very uh, curious because we did not ha- uh, have all mythical and legendary Pokemon. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm very, very uh, curious what they will do in the future. I uh, want more amazing rares. Yep. But what I uh, do think realistically is they will quit amazing rares. They will uh, bring their new uh, type of card in year two with the Urshifu and... Uh, and uh, Kali Rex, can you, uh, yeah. how, how do we uh, mention? I don't know how it's being pronounced in the new world. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure yeah, myself. Yeah, year two uh, Sword and Shield uh, games, uh, TCG, I, I mean, sorry. And yeah, I think it's over. Um, I would like to be wrong, but I think that's uh, it's going uh, to be, I, uh, I think. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think you're right. And you, and uh, do you know what? I didn't even notice, as you said, there's one of each color type. So you know, there's nine with a colorless. That's nine. Yeah. Because um, Rayquaza is the colorless one. So yeah, it's nice. You can fit them all on one page. And I think yeah. with the Shining Legends Shinies, we had a similar story. I think there were nine of those as well, wasn't there? Yeah. Uh, I think it's it was. And um, yeah. yeah, and, and the, the, the thing is, something uh, I've noticed is uh, many Sun and Moon uh, sets are almost the same type of set and we're compared to Sword and Shield sets. Yep. Shining Legends is almost identical uh, to um, a legendary heartbeat. Yes. In terms of release month uh, type of, it was a subset yep. and it contained uh, a new type of card. <laughs> yes. And uh, this time uh, it wasn't set specific because now Shiny Star V has broken that. But I think they have planned to release these cards also in Legendary Heartbeat. Yeah. Potentially. And they probably removed it from uh, the set. Um, And what I I have been told um, is that uh, while, for example, Lugia, for example, didn't uh, release in Shiny, uh, no, Legendary Heartbeat, is because um, they are, each set, they, they focus on a specific types. Yeah, and um, yeah, that that the set were uh, focusing on specific type of sets, you know, energy uh, symbols, and Lugia was uh, uh, not, uh, yeah, could not fit in that uh, set yeah. as a uh, as an amazing wear, <laughs> yeah. which is uh, disappointing for me personally. But uh, yeah, yeah, it Requires makes a sense, spot, didn't it? Yeah, it, it made sense when uh, yeah. when I uh, when I was being told uh, the story. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, fantastic. I think this is going to be a very long podcast for you guys listening out here. <laughs> yes. I hope you guys have all enjoyed it. Um, we've covered a lot here. Um, if you have got any further questions, it's been really interesting answering your questions in this episode. Feel free to go to Poke Guardian um, and let us know. hope you've enjoyed this episode. We'll be back again soon for episode five for sure. And in the meantime, 
keep safe enjoy yourselves and enjoy collecting let us know what you've been collecting out there as well i'm taj from pokytaj youtube joined by zachariah and um we'll see you on the next podcast have a nice day goodbye take care goodbye Thank you.